Hey friends, well, after a long and for many of you cold winter, are you ready to bring the spirit of the islands into your home? Look no further than Home Threads, where comfort meets coastal living. At HomeThreads.com, you can discover a collection inspired by the tranquility of the beach. From breezy linens to stylish coastal decor, they've got everything you need to turn your home into a seaside retreat, and always at the best value. If you haven't been to the Home Threads website yet, you have to go check it out, see their beautiful bedding, everything they have for your kitchen, lighting, workspace, and a gift guide, which has something for everyone on your list. I'm thinking ahead to Mother's Day, Father's Day, anniversaries, birthdays, and more. So visit homethreads.com forward slash Monica and get a code for 15% off your first order. Because whether you're on the islands or dreaming of the sea, Home Threads brings the beach to you. Home Threads, love where you live. Aloha and welcome to the Boy Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Monica Swanson, and I'm really glad you're taking the time to join me today. Today, we have a topic that I know is on a lot of moms' minds. Even if your kids are young still, we can't help but start to think about our kids' future, their future education, their future jobs. And I've talked to a lot of moms who tell me that they start thinking about their kids' college education from the time they're babies. I know from the time my boys were young, I had just mild anxiety over, will they be ready for college one day? And what if they don't want to go to college? And what are the most important things to do to prepare for college? And I'm really excited to get to share this very casual, candid conversation with my son Jonah, who's 18. He's in his gap year right now from graduating high school last spring um, to his plan to go to college next fall. And Jonah's just sharing his journey with us. A lot of uh, little wisdom nuggets are tucked in there, as he always has. He's been on a number of our podcasts, so we'll link to the other ones he's been on in the show notes. But Jonah's sharing his journey, which, of course, will be unique from anyone else's. Even his own brothers will have a different story from him. His older brother has gone ahead of him, and they have some things in common for sure. But I thought it might be, well, encouraging and inspiring for moms to hear and also something that if your kids are home, which I think most of our kids are, some of them might enjoy listening in as well, whether they're in high school, junior high, even some younger kids might just enjoy hearing a bigger boy talk about the steps he's taken to prepare himself for college. Now, before I dive into our conversation, I just want to say um, how much I'm thinking about all of you. I know I have listeners all over the world And this pandemic, the coronavirus, has affected everyone in the world in one way or another now. And I just want you to know I'm praying for all of you. And I'm sorry for those of you who are being affected directly. Maybe you've been sick. Maybe you know someone who is. Um, You know, you may have an immunocompromised uh, state or maybe your family members have that. And I know it can be super scary and stressful. And I was just telling my mom yesterday that I feel like we'll just never quite be the same again. I mean, I think like since 9-11 happened, I know I feel like the world has just been a different place. And I feel kind of the same about this. Like even when this pandemic is a thing of the past, there's just a new kind of an awareness, almost a loss of innocence to get a little bit dramatic. But really, I think that we will all kind of walk around with a little different feeling than we had before. And, And that's a little bit sad. But at the same time, maybe it's a good reminder that everything in this world is temporary and and this world has never been a safe place. It might feel safe. A lot of us are very comfortable, but really um, we have a home in heaven and we have eternity waiting for us. And so maybe it's a good reminder that this really isn't our home anyways. And hopefully we can all find so many good nuggets to pull out of this um, trying time, this challenging time. And I just... Pray that you're all staying well, staying connected with one another, even if not in person, staying connected in any way you can with friends and family. Do not isolate yourself. That's never a good idea. So I just wanted to make note that I'm just thinking about so many of you and your different situations. There's so many things that this affects that we don't even think of. You know, it's like the longer this goes on, I'm like, oh, but what about these people? And what about people dealing with this? And there's just a whole lot that you know, unless you've been through this before, you wouldn't think of. So praying for all of you. And I thought about making this episode something where we can really dive in and talk more about, you know, some 
some ways we can manage during this time with our kids. Maybe I'll come up with an episode like that in the near future because we've probably got a few more weeks, if not months of this ahead. But at the same time, I know that some of you are like, can we please talk about something else, <laughs> right? I know I kind of feel that way. Like everywhere I go, this is all that I see on the news and on TV and online. And it's kind of nice to have a different topic. And since you've got kids at home, I'm hoping this is when you might gather a few kids to listen in with you as Jonah and I talk about this college process. So guys, um, I want to let you listen in to Jonah and I. I do want to mention one last thing over in the show notes, which will be packed today. So be sure to go over to monicaswanson.com forward slash podcast and look at the show notes for episode number 47. But something just for you moms, I am going to have a list of books that I'm reading right now. There have been a lot of great books coming out right now during the season or about to come out in the next few weeks. And I want to make sure if you can pull away, mom, and have some time to yourself, I want to make sure to link you to some of the books that I have been diving into. Hopefully that'll give you some special time to just recoup and um, a little self-care for mama. So be sure to look for that in show notes as well as all the other things. And so without further ado, I will let you listen in and I'll have a few final words at the end uh, in case you want to reach out to Jonah, follow up with any questions or comments, or maybe you want to share your own story. That would be fantastic. Now, without further ado, I will let you listen in as Jonah and I talk about the nitty gritty details of his college preparation, application and acceptance process. I hope you enjoy. Well, hey, Jonah, welcome back on the Boy Mom Podcast. It's so good to be back. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, it really has. I know. I think Jonah's been on at least two, if not three times before. Mm-hmm. And we'll be sure to link in show notes to those other episodes. Mm, yeah. I have a few listeners that like it when you come on and have requested you come on again. So mm. thanks for taking time. It's my pleasure. So Jonah and I have talked in the past about a few things and we've mentioned the fact that Jonah is in his gap year. He graduated after homeschooling from, I guess it's K through 12, he homeschooled all the way through, mm-hmm. made it to the end and then chose to take a gap year. And during his gap year, um, he's done a few things and people want to know kind of what that's been like. Also, it, people have asked if he can share some of the process of applying for getting accepted to colleges and then some recent things he's done that are kind of cool kind of unique experience I'm trying to get a scholarship at his the college of his choice and so we're going to just share a little bit about your process so far is that cool Mm, Jonah definitely yeah and just a reminder that you know every kid is going to have a unique journey like Mm. no two kids not in my family and not in the world are going to have the same path And I know that for me, when my first son was starting to explore colleges, when I would hear from other moms, it would kind of freak me out. And I had to almost protect myself from thinking too much about how other people did things. So if this causes you anxiety or stress, then we are missing the mark because that's not our goal here. Definitely not. No, our goal is to share what Jonah's been through. And hopefully, I know some of you have younger kids and you're like, just tell us now so that when we hit those high school years, we're prepared and we have a few um, you know, tips to help us get through the process better. So, so first of all, Jonah, um, tell us about your gap year, how you've spent it. Yeah. Well, it's been good. Um, I definitely haven't had a year like this before Mm -hmm. up until now it's been school and, you know, really involved with studying. Um, as I haven't been in school, I've had to stay busy in other ways. I've been working, um, some part-time, full-time, I've been involved with a internship uh, with one of my high school teachers, and that's been really exciting. And I would encourage some of you out there, um, if you have kids or if you're a kid listening, (laughs) uh, internship is a great uh, opportunity to kind of understand uh, some career options Mm -hmm. and and even just understand a field um, that you're interested in. So that's been really good. Uh, I've been doing, it's, it's been an engineering internship technically. I've been helping with research and design around uh, a certain, around surfing actually. And the group is called the Surf Engineering Association. And uh, you can check them out. They have yeah. an Instagram and all that. But We'll link to that. Too. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Um, and then also I've been a, a part of some church ministry. So teaching and uh, leading worship. And just being involved in the community in that way. 
um, that's been really productive and fruitful. And then also just staying busy with my own, you know, my own hobbies and side interests like guitar and reading and surfing. writing and surfing, all these sorts of things. It's been a very fun gap year, mm-hmm. but I've also been able to uh, take this year as an opportunity to um, focus on applying to colleges too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's been one of the um, biggest benefits and maybe right. that leads us into the into right. a discussion on uh, colleges. Right. So. In fact, I think one of the last times you were on, we were talking about perseverance wasn't that the mm-hmm. topic and so. it was a it was one of those short friday episodes that was fun we mm. should bring those back someday <laughs> but yes. jonah had been studying persevering through studying for the sat test yes and so i've heard from listeners who are like how did it go did he did he you know achieve his goal because uh, one thing that jonah was doing was he was really trying to get as high of a score as he can because he knew that this particular scholarship at Westmont College, where his older brother goes in Montecito, that's Santa Barbara, California, um, they one of the factors they take into consideration is your either ACT or SAT score. And so Jonah had taken it already. Well, he started pretty early, like junior mm-hmm. year, but he had taken it three times. And last fall, during his gap year, he had the opportunity to really study throughout the summer and fall and take it one more time. And so um, that that is a benefit. Josiah and mm. Jonah both took a gap year and they both used that first part of their gap year to retake. Josiah did the ACT and Jonah took the SAT. And I believe that was really helpful because when you're a senior in high school and you've got all these classes, all these activities, it's really hard to focus on studying and even filling out college apps and the yeah. essays and recommendations and... Mm. So that's kind of a gift to have that mm-hmm. time just focused on the college process, yeah, right? Yeah, I would, I would totally agree. I would point out that um, one of my highest scores that I ended up using um, with super scoring, maybe some of you are familiar with that, but taking the highest score from the different categories. Right, so, um, so explain that a little bit more. Oh, yeah, so super scoring is basically when a college is looking at your highest score in each category Mm -hmm. so the verbal reading and writing or math they'll take the highest score from each time you've taken the test and take only those and that's a blessing and one thing i noticed is that my highest math score um i actually attained while i was still in school okay there you go so there is something to be said for (laughs) for that because i think you're you're going to be sharper in some areas and you're going to be, it's just going to be fresh on yeah, your mind and sense. you're already, yeah. So in, in that sense, it is, it is very helpful. Right. Um, and also yeah. I know some students take an SAT prep course during high school and mm. it's dedicated studying. So, you know, definitely either way can work. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yes, so there's not just one way, but that, yeah. I, I think that was helpful. And also just yeah. filling out your college applications that, during that, that gap year mm-hmm. really took a lot of time to write those essays mm-hmm. and, and so that was a huge part of his gap year. Now that that process is done, it's a little more time. Well, and now that we're all quarantined, right. he's got a lot more time on his hands. But the blessing is moms with multiple kids. Now he's being really helpful to me with his younger brother and just around the yard and the house and all that. It's a big help to have him here. Well, yeah, however I can. I'm trying to help out for sure. <laughs> yeah. Use my time wisely. <laughs> okay, so let's go back. When yeah. do you, and these are questions, guys, I probably haven't asked you on a lot of these before. Hmm. When do you first remember thinking about college and, oh my goodness, I need to like prepare for college or grades matter, that kind of thing? Uh, I would, I mean, grades have always had some level of importance for all of, I would say all of high school and before that, but I think the gravity of uh, higher education um, kind of began to set in maybe maybe my earlier junior year, I would okay. say. Yeah. Um, that was around the time when Josiah was applying to college, mm-hmm. and I, I think, is that yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, junior year. So I kind of got to see that firsthand, just see what, like, that it's real, and then it's mm-hmm. coming coming around the corner. Um, but even if you don't have an older sibling or someone who's going through the process, I feel like your junior year is when 
there begins to be an emphasis by your teachers or by your parents that you know you know college is around the corner corner. start start getting ready you know that's right but I think also I had emphasized just the grades probably from early on Mm. because um I know that you worked really hard to get straight A's I guess right he got straight A's and took some hard took some AP classes Mm -hmm. um so let's let's just talk and we're getting soon guys to what his plans are we're we're kind of working our way up to that Mm. and how everything went with the college application process and some of you already know because I've shared it on social media and whatnot Mm. but as we work our way up to that what are some of the things you did you've mentioned that you've done an internship Mm -hmm. Um, I just said that you did well with your grades what are some of the coursework or experiences you had in high school that you would recommend and because if your kids aren't freshmen who are thinking about college that's not unusual but you mom and dad might be the ones to say listen right now this doesn't sound important and not all kids are going to go to college it's not for Mm -hmm. everyone there's plenty of careers out there that really college isn't going to help that much and it doesn't always make sense especially if it requires financial debt and all Mm. the rest but if you're imagining your kid might want to go to school go to college after high school then you might want to be the one to say hey this is really going to matter one day and you want to motivate them so what are some of the things you'd say matter the most Mm. I would say just in hindsight looking at high school I think the primary function of high school from my perspective, is forming character. Mm. I, I think that that's what it's all about. Because if you if you get all the information and if you kind of study like a college student, you can do all that. But if you miss out on the underlying character that is necessary for life ahead, then you're missing the whole point of high mm-hmm. school, I'd say. Mm-hmm. So focusing on not just learning – but learning how to learn and mm. learning why to learn and all these mm-hmm. sorts of underlying yeah. um, uh, frameworks, I think that that's what it's all about. I'm going to add to that time management. Time management, definitely. <clears throat> and just and having, we were talking about endurance and mm-hmm. um, perseverance. Yeah. Being able to, to kind of develop these qualities, mm-hmm. that's what's going to really matter. Because once you get into college, you're probably going to be focusing on this, but you're also going to be thinking, okay, career, like what, what are the steps? What, what do I need to do? What classes do I need to take? And it's going to be a lot more fast paced. But now while you're in high school, I would say focus on really your character and your mm-hmm. heart and because that's you're laying the foundation right now. So that's what's really important. But another thing I'd like to add is a huge part of my high school were just the activities I was involved mm-hmm. in. Yes. Um, and that can include the church ministry that I have been involved in, like teaching. I mm-hmm. started a Bible club in my senior year um, a little later on. But still, just that leadership, being able to mm-hmm. manage something and have that responsibility at a younger age, that mm-hmm. was really important. Um, and just getting, even during school, it's like a busy time, but being able to do that, like colleges are going to be impressed with your ability to juggle all of that you also did a speech and debate club during your senior year i was just going to say a Mm speech speech and debate that was another it was voluntary it was on the side but i wanted to Mm -hmm. i i was passionate about it maybe not everyone is passionate about speech and debate (laughs) but if you're able to add that to your activities it's going to help um, when colleges are looking at your record and your resume but it's also going to help you personally Mm -hmm. and it's going to help you develop skills outside of um, school that's right so that was another helpful thing and then um, sports staying active staying healthy all that Mm -hmm. sort of stuff it's going to be important in the future again you're just developing habits uh, that are going to last your lifetime so right yeah which which may play a role in getting accepted into college if they're looking at two different people same grades same Mm. scores but one person has been in leadership, has, yep. you know, done things to show that they are, you know, involved in the community, community mm. service, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah. And some activities like you're, maybe you're not 100 percent passionate about, but you can just dive into them and just yeah. just start like get familiar with something new. You know, maybe Definitely. have a, a little side job on the weekends or, or something like that just mm-hmm. to get your feet wet and kind of experience the world a little bit. I think another thing you had going for you was you had a couple really solid letters of recommendation. And I think that's one thing I'd encourage young people to do is to develop some relationships 
um, you know, maybe you have a teacher that you just really look up to and see if there's a way you could spend time outside of class, like working mm. alongside that teacher, mm -hmm. or maybe there's somebody in the community that you just have, you know, look up to, mm -hmm. look for ways to get to know that person in such a way that they will know enough about you that mm. they could write a sincere letter of recommendation. Mm. So mm -hmm. yeah, I think that's helpful. Definitely. And then we already talked a little bit about it, but um, the standardized tests, yeah. those are very important too. Yeah. And I feel like some people say that they're not so important or maybe like, like I, I talked to a lot of people on island who were just kind of treated their SAT with like indifference. Like mm -hmm. after the test, they're like, oh yeah, I didn't do very well, but whatever, I'm going to school here and here. And it's like, okay, but I mean, that test is pretty important because <laughs> like they're looking at that and your GPA and your activities yeah. and like a few other things, but that's one of the top things they're looking at the colleges. So I would say treat it with some a degree of seriousness. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, I think we can all agree that how much the standardized tests show your intelligence is up for debate. Like, mm. I think there's, it, it's not a completely, I'm plenty of people dislike the test for a number of reasons. And mm. some people are just naturally better test takers yeah. than others. And, and I think in Jonah's earlier years, cause we do standardized tests every year from home. That's part mm. of our homeschool year. And I think that Jonah really developed his test abilities over years. I think his mm. maybe eighth, ninth grade, test scores he wasn't ranking as high and over time he learned how to take those tests mm. better and that paid off mm. yeah and I'm, I'm just thinking about some of the the kids who i know um how really it makes a huge difference how much time you're putting mm -hmm. into it you know yeah. like just discipline yourself and think about this as like the more time you're putting into it the more you're going to get out of it okay you know? so here's a good question yeah. someone's going to ask um what do we recommend for studying for it. Is there, Ooh. did you take a course or was there a curriculum? And I'm going to say right now, I have a lot of friends all over the country who spend a lot of money on expensive tutors, expensive courses. Mm. And here's what, maybe I, I'm jumping in before you, but I'm going to no, say go this ahead. anyway. No, go, go, go. But I, I just think if the kid isn't motivated, the student is not in, into it, then mom, you can spend as much money as you want, but I don't think it's going to be super effective because they're going to sit there and go through the motions. But if yep. their heart isn't into it, so I think my personal opinion is you got to find a way to motivate your student before you invest the money. But mm. for my two boys, it didn't take a huge investment. Jonah, tell everyone how, what you did. Yeah, yeah. Um, the biggest thing for me was, I would say, practice tests. Okay. Uh, practice tests. And where do you get those? You you can get them well. They're all over online, but I think the specific place you can go is um, the College Board uh, website. That you can just go there and print them out. And that's like CollegeBoard.com mm -hmm. or something. I think, I think so. And then on on Khan Academy as well. Um, this is you, all free. Th this is all free. You go online. You can take the tests online. I would recommend doing it on paper. That's something I learned later mm. on in the process. Yes. It, because you're not going to be taking the test online. You're going to be taking it on paper. So try to, you know, replicate the uh, the, the kind of conditions mm. of the test. Another thing I would say um, is when you're taking the test, um, yeah, just, just try your best to, to, like, wear a watch, you know, because you're going to be doing that when you're taking the test or have – we got remember at the end, yeah. Joan and I were setting up actual like test conditions where we set up yep. a table that wasn't very comfortable, a chair. Mm. He had his watch. I walked around like the proctor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He really wanted to replicate because yep. one of his tests, he surprised himself by running out of time in one section. Mm. And that made him so mad that he's like, that's it. I need to really be practicing as if yeah. I'm in the test room. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of people talk about how there's a, there's a certain book. Uh, there's a certain book or there's a certain um, website or like you were saying a mm -hmm. course mm -hmm. or tutor that is the right solution um, but one thing I learned from this guy named George I don't remember his last name but he has this little online course it's we'll not, try not to link course. to it if he finds it it's like a YouTube sort of thing it's all free um, but it's called 1600.io some people might be familiar familiar with it, but you can lo look that up on the internet. He talked about how 
there's this false kind of notion out there that if you there's some backdoor solution you right. can take a course watch a video read a book and you'll be there quick fix magic button it's, it's not about that it's not a sprint <laughs> no. but it's a marathon yeah. and you're gonna have to learn this along the way um and that's something i learned for sure mm -hmm. i think i took maybe one course online but it didn't really help mm -hmm. like it gave me a few little bullet point notes and, and thoughts. Here, here's something moms i made him pay for it himself because I was so convinced that he really didn't, that it wasn't going to make a difference. And I was like, yeah. if you, I knew if he paid for it himself, he would be more likely to take it seriously. Mm. And I'm glad I did that because mm. he did. He made himself get through most of it. And then in the end, he's like, yeah, you were right. Yeah. So make your kids pay for their, if they want a tutor, if they think the tutor is going to get them the scores they need, then make them pay for it and see, yeah. see how they handle I, that. Watch out for anything that just gives you generic information about the test. I would say... Look for the things that are going to look for the sources or people that are going to give you the the kind of information that's going to change your your the way that you look at the mm, test. That's huge. The psychology because the people that I listen to are like just get out of your mentality that, that there's one backdoor solution. Yeah. And as soon as you start to look back at the bigger picture and you start to understand what the test really is that's when you're going to start right. seeing better scores okay, then from practices. There's a book that a good friend of mine recommended, and I know Josiah used it, and mm. you read it to um, How to Hack the SAT. Do you recommend that one? I, and I, I know would... it has that word hack, but mm -hmm. I think it is, it's teaching you to look for mm -hmm. what, they're, what the test is really doing, yeah. what the test is trying to catch you on. That book was helpful. I would uh, make a note, though, that I think that that was for the last SAT, the 2400. Oh, score okay. SAT. Okay, there's probably an updated There might be edition. an updated version. I'm sure there is. And and you can go ahead and read that and read read whatever book you you want with the time you have. But the most important things are number one, to to get out of the mentality of everyone else that is just like you know there's one yeah. formula, there's one solution. And then the second thing is to just practice the test. Right. Practice real problems from the real test that has really been administered before. And that's how you're going to be and, successful. And, oh, I know something you did. What? We might have even mentioned this in the last um, podcast interview. But when Jonah would take a test at home and get his scores, he would find every problem oh, yeah. he got wrong and he would hand write out mm -hmm. what he did wrong and yeah. what he would do different in writing like mm -hmm. in words like i got this wrong because i overlooked this and yep. i should have done that and something about writing that out i think really helped put oh, it yeah. into your brain definitely and this this is not cliche like this is very this i would say what would you call this this is like hard work it's hard work <laughs> it's, it's really hard work and I went through pages and pages and pages and pages of if these If you guys notes. could have seen, okay, we live in Hawaii. Summer is beautiful. And we were starting to worry about Jonah because he was back in his room, like, growing a beard, I think. His brother said, like, he was concerned about him because he was back there for so many hours. Yeah, but you don't need to go crazy. <laughs> I may have gone a little overboard. But you still got out. You still did ministry. I, yeah. You still surfed. Yeah, yeah, occasionally. Yeah. You gotta find balance. That's important you forgot too. Forgot to eat. Drink. Oh yeah. Yeah, bad breath. <laughs> no, okay. Wait, wait. Yeah. One more thing I want to touch yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this isn't all about the SAT. We're gonna move on. Yeah. But of one course. other fun thing was right before he took it, we also had some friends visit, mm. and the husband um, was a ranger in the army, super oh, high up military. Right. Like my kids think he's like the legend and his wife is super smart and um loves to t we all love to talk about like sports psychology and just the mental side of challenges and he was sharing things from his time in afghanistan and she was talking about things and um they were kind of coaching jonah on mm -hmm. if you have a student a child who is um, has test anxiety who stresses out who goes into a room and starts to panic a little bit and their heart is racing that's a real thing. And so I would encourage what we talked about with this couple was Jonah um, actually visualizing the test before he went in, like the days leading up to it to be still and imagine himself in that room, taking a deep breath, feel those butterflies. And then he said, wow. don't be caught off guard. And he was actually talking about surfing too. He was talking to Luke and Jonah, mm -hmm. but he said, you know, this is a normal reaction 
when you mm. feel the butterflies, mm-hmm. tell yourself, okay, that's good. I should feel this. I should oh, feel nervous. That's right. That's right. And now what am I going to do about it? Like, yeah. how am I going to handle that? So, so, so confronting your fear. Yeah. Confronting yeah. your fear and not, not getting afraid of the fear of the fear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and owning it. And I think that to this end, I would say moms be aware if you have a student who stresses out, maybe talk through that it might be something worth getting a book or think, some I, coaching yeah. or... i think i i think i just yeah and those are good things i think i just uh, remember what he said he said specifically transform fear into action okay so every time you get afraid during the test whenever you have a fear in your head turn that into action i right. think that's a specific thing that which he said. can apply to just about anything. anything i know when i go to speak or something it's like you get those butterflies be aware that's normal that's mm-hmm. your body doing what it's supposed to do and now now act do something yes. act on that yeah so so the sat was a big hurdle mm-hmm. and um in the end jonah got his results and like he said one of his tests was higher during his senior year mm-hmm. but he did improve his what do you call the language writing English? Like, yeah, English. the verbal verbal section. Um, and so, reading, so writing. with that, he was encouraged. I had almost doubted. I was like, at this point, you're not going to raise your score. You've taken it three times, but he proved me wrong. Glad he didn't listen to me. And so this leads us to mm. co- the actual college application process. Hey friends, before Jonah and I finish this conversation, I wanted to give you a little heads up that my book, Boy Mom, is currently on sale over on Amazon. So if you haven't read it yet, what better time to read it than right now when you are most likely spending a whole lot of time with your kids. Every chapter of Boy Mom has a practical resource. And what I hear more than anything from people who have read the book is that as soon as they start reading it, they find things to put into practice the very same day and they start to see changes in their kids and their relationship with their kids immediately. So I hope you can get your hands on Boy Mom. You might want to pull it back out if you've already read it. And um, if you prefer to listen to books, it's also on Audible. And if you're used to listening to this to this podcast, you'll find it's my voice over on Audible as well. So I'll see you over there. Okay, guys, thanks so much. And we'll get back to my conversation with Jonah. Every kid has a different dream or goal. Some kids really want to go to a big state school, and that's awesome. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of good in that. Um, you know, if, if you're a Christian like my boys, I've said before that sometimes I think it's almost better to go to a big school, a big secular school where you have to find your people and you end up close to a close knit group of Christians on campus. Um, and then of course there's smaller Christian schools, which may nurture a student's faith and also may not necessarily, and that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother episode, but um, some very good ones and some that are Christian by name, but not necessarily fostering a child's biblical understanding of God and the world around them. But of course, that is the route that both of my older boys have taken. Um, Josiah has been at Westmont, which I know there's a variety of people everywhere, but Josiah's found his place and his people and his church, and he is growing spiritually and academically and having an amazing time at Westmont. Mm. But um, Jonah really had his heart set on something like that, right? Mm -hmm. A small Christian school. Mm -hmm. And he kind of put all his eggs in one basket by how many schools did you apply to? Really two. Two. Yeah. And he really wanted to go to Westmont. And I think I wouldn't recommend anyone putting all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. We, we would, regretted that. We mm-hmm. kind of started to panic going, okay. Although mm. you were accepting that you would probably end up at a community college if you didn't get into where you wanted to go. Yep. yep. And that'd be fine. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, but there are a few schools, and this is kind of what I wanted to talk about today because a lot of people have asked me. Westmont, as well as a small handful of other smaller private Christian schools, have scholarships these days that are not just like, you know, I remember always hearing about full ride scholarship for athletes, or if you have the most ridiculously high SAT score and, you know, 4.5 GPA or whatever, mm-hmm. then there's there's those couple select scholarships. But for everyone else, it's difficult because you may get what they call, you know, what is it? There's a presidential, there's a, what are the other ones called? Well, they have different names. Different names but, at yeah. different schools, the regents, the whatever. And those are going to be, at, you know, for a private school that's 
you know, between forty and sixty thousand dollars a year mm. potentially, those will take maybe ten to twenty thousand off, but you're still left with a huge chunk. Mm. And so what Jonah and Josiah both apply or were hoping for was what is called the Augustinian scholarship. Mm. And that is a really special thing that Westmont has. It's where some amazing generous donors have um brought this to be just in the past maybe five years i think and they offer 60 scholarships a year for people like <laughs> josiah and jonah who did have straight a's and did well in their sat or act but they're also um, looking for people who are spiritually strong leaders in their community um well-rounded and active but the way this particular scholarship works from these few schools and i'm going to link to any school i know about that does this in the show notes so be sure to look over there but what they typically do is they invite about twice as many students to the college for a weekend and it's like a, a competition i guess which sounds mm -hmm. so weird but they invite these students they go over and have about 24 hours on campus where they sit through meetings, they have a formal dinner, they have to wear a suit and tie. Tell, we went over in February. Um, yep. So Jonah, sorry, I'm kind of jumping ahead, but in December, Jonah mm. received a letter inviting him to compete in the Augustinian Scholarship. Mm. That was massive. That was his dream come true. But now mm. he had to go to the weekend and actually spend a couple days with a whole lot of very well-qualified, outstanding students from all over the world. Mm. Tell us about the weekend, Jonah. Yeah. Well, I, I heard from students there that they had already attended Others. other other weekends from other schools. Mm -hmm. So this isn't the only honors scholarship um, that is out there. Like my mom was saying, she's probably going to link mm -hmm. to other uh, options, other avenues that you might be looking at. Least at least on the West Coast. I'm yeah. sure there's around the country plenty. Yeah, plenty. But this particular one, um, it was awesome. Uh, so I, I just had a, a great time there. I was able to spend time with professors and with the faculty and with other um, candidates for this scholarship. And I was really able to um, get a look into what the program was all about. Right. They're and kind of both. Um, the school, I think, is trying to sell themselves to the students as well as checking out the students because... Mm. They want to pick the best students, but they also want the best students to pick them if exactly, they're getting more yeah. than one offer. Mm -hmm. So Precisely. And I think the weekend was great. Maybe other weekends are going to be different at other schools, but some of the key, I guess, activities that we did were um, there was an essay. So we all sat down and we were timed and we had to write on a prompt. And then the other thing is there were these interviews. Mm -hmm. So the professor would be in a room with a group, a small handful of candidates. Mm -hmm. And he would ask us personal questions and kind of general questions mm -hmm. about what we're looking for in a liberal arts education. And um, that was just one way that they could get to know us mm -hmm. and to uh, kind of become acquainted with us. Mm -hmm. And then another thing, there was the, a banquet and there were several classes that we attended, like mock classes. Mm -hmm. And all of this was, again, like my mom was saying, it's a part of them trying to um, show and demonstrate what the school is all about, but also to understand how we... Um, if you're how, a good fit. If we're a good fit. Yeah. And, and I, I personally had a great experience. Uh, one funny side note is it started off uh, on a bad note because when I first got to California, I actually was experiencing some strange symptoms. Um, and I this was before the coronavirus. This was before the coronavirus. I had like a, sw a swollen stomach and pain. Like I got sick. I had like chills. The, the, mo the morning of. The morning. And it, the funny thing is, it, like I was getting more and more sick up until the morning of, and that's when I was the most sick. I woke up like at six, and I was I was just sweating in my bed, and I ended up like vomiting, and I felt terrible. <laughs> and I, I had to drive to the opening meeting and like find people. Yeah, I'm so. So sorry. this was a nightmare for me. Yeah, it was. I, for months and months and months, everything has led up to this moment, and now I'm laying in bed. Sick missing it with you know a cold or whatever on the day of the event so Not it was cold. humiliating and it was <laughs> horrible 
But, and I'd say by the grace of God, it all came together. And well, we, I actually took him to the emergency room because I was yeah. like, maybe this is something really serious. But he, mm. the doctor seemed to think it was a virus. He did mm-hmm. give him an IV and some anti-nausea medicine, which mm-hmm. really helped. And by, I think it was 3 o'clock, Jonah was on campus. Yeah. In the interview, the first thing he did was the group interview. Mm-hmm. And so that was super cool. Yeah, so I jumped right into it. And I think the lesson here... Um, for some of you out there who have kids or are kids is that you might hit a hurdle in life like if you're doing some kind of competition or if you're just going through life you might hit a hurdle and you might think it's all over like oh I didn't get the score oh I didn't get the right grade or oh you know I missed out on this opportunity or interview or something you're sometimes that's going to happen but if you're able to persevere and that we're going back to this idea of perseverance mm-hmm. if you're able to persevere then your character will show and mm-hmm. you will be able to make it through mm-hmm. your trial and i think that that was a huge test for me yeah i was able to um push through it and just do the best that i could i, and I, I gave said, them if nothing else they'll remember the kid who was yeah. sick and showed right. up late with yeah. a big smile yeah and, may, and maybe that is something but the main point is um yeah your endurance don't and your perseverance up. don't give up and it ended up and being so an then awesome we, we went home weekend. and we waited mm-hmm. and we waited what two full weeks to some something like that and, and the fact is some Students we've heard of get a call that say, you know, you weren't selected, but, you know, your, your name's on a list. And then if other kids later turn it down or change their mind, then they might get a call in another month or two. And so we were kind of mentally prepared for anything. Mm. But Jonah got the call. He got the invite. Yep. And we celebrated. And we we're celebrated. still celebrating. Still celebrating. So the Augustinian scholarship is one that if you go on the Westmont website, it's not easily to find on the front page but if you look around or type in the word augustinian you can see kind of what they're looking for and mm-hmm. if that's something because i have had a few listeners readers reach out and say what is this augustinian scholarship please tell me more so mm. look for that and um and it does take a huge chunk out of the um uh it, you know it's a big break out we, of the there's, tuition yeah there's still a bit we have to cover but tuition is mostly covered so mm. We are thankful for that and mm-hmm. really excited that he'll get to be there next fall if mm. schools are back in. Yeah, this <laughs> virus pandemic is crazy. It huh? is. It's really sad. Yeah. But, you know, for those of you at home, if this is, I'm guessing this will go on for a while when this comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, great chance to, uh, I, I know one more thing you didn't mention, but we've said in many other episodes, Jonah's a voracious reader. And I do believe that the fact, oh, and let's talk a little more about the Augustinian. So scholarships like this are all going to be a little bit different from one another, but the Augustinian is specifically um, a scholarship that means you live like normal within mm-hmm. in the normal dorms. Yep. You're, you're mixed up with all the other students. No one would even know you're an Augustinian except for you do have a few classes um, your freshman year. You have a class in the fall and in the spring that are mm-hmm. specific to pretty much literature. So you're reading St. Augustine. Um, You are reading things like C.S. Lewis. You're reading the books that Jonah loves to read anyways. Mm -hmm. And having discussions. There's a few other perks to the Augustinian scholarship. Yeah, I mean, one of them is you're expected to have keep good grades. You have to keep good grades or you lose it. Yeah. And you're you're expected to be involved in some kind of leadership. That's right. Like, they're not going to just give this to another, you know... Another kid who isn't willing to step up his game, right, but you're right. going to be. And then when they yeah. have the Augustinian um, weekends in future years, you have to be there to host and help and mm-hmm. show people around. And yep. then you're also um, expected to do one overseas or abroad study abroad program mm-hmm. during college. And then you're kind of promised some really sweet housing your junior and or senior year, which mm. I think Josiah is going to be in next year, which is super fun accommodations so there's just little perks but i know some colleges have probably programs where you all live together and do all of your courses you can choose any major you want but it is very literature heavy so for those students who are stuck at home right now and have extra time read some books even if you don't think you like to read jonah Mm. developed into a reader really later in high school he didn't always love to read Mm. But he became a reader mm-hmm. and now continues to love to read. So Yeah, and I'd say part of that was through just my regular school. Yeah. Because I was told to read certain books, and then that sort of piqued my interest That's in right. reading. And then, I, and it wasn't like someone came to me and said, start reading. But I just did my regular old school 
which maybe it wasn't regular because I am doing like homeschooling and it's a specific type. Right. But I just doing followed a, a Becca for language yeah, arts. Followed the curriculum and I noticed that reading is so important. I noticed that the most successful people in the world read a lot. They do. And reading it helps you SAT helps you with your SAT huge help for the SAT. It helps you with your critical thinking skills mm -hmm. and and it helps you with communication and and just it gives you insight into the world and and past and present and future and it makes you into a better person so i, I think that's been huge for me and i would encourage it for everyone that's reading. right yeah i agree mm -hmm. i definitely agree trying to get our little levi into reading now yeah yeah <laughs> fourth craters read your books mm, mm -hmm. so jonah will be at westmont next fall that's the lovely end of our story mm. um i think that most of what he shared could be generalized to students everywhere get good grades um and take some challenging classes that mm -hmm. looks good too mm -hmm. do well on those standardized tests yep put time into them mm -hmm. and um be well-rounded exactly and now, should we talk about plans for the future? Oh, or? well, sure. I thought well, that's what you Let's wrap up to. with, sure, I didn't know you had them. Well, so yeah. Jonah's going to now tell his mom and all of you his plans for the future. Well, you just alluded to I it in it. the beginning. Go ahead. Um, yeah, I, I just, I personally... He's going to be run for president yeah, of the United basically, States. Basically, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's my plan. Um, I, and, and this is the cool thing is, um, for those of you who don't really have a plan, is like... I I'm still developing my plan. You know, like my plan isn't comprehensive to the 20 years from now. My plan mm -hmm. is until fall and a little bit further. And the, even that might change, you know. So my plan is always developing. But right now I'm really, I love the idea of going to STEM, maybe some engineering, electrical engineering or mm -hmm. something along those lines. Because um, you always have a job. It's a great yeah. field to go into. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You'll, that's a great... Um, uh, you're going to be pr guaranteed a job, I'm pr pretty sure. Because th there's just so much opportunity out there. So many, so much demand for that. Mm -hmm. um, as there's more technology and all this coming up. I, but at the same time, I love humanities. Like I, like I was telling my mom, I love reading. And I love doing speech and debate and crafting an argument and writing and reading. My so, side of the family has a lot of lawyers. Yeah. So there's a little like nudging Jonah exactly. that direction. Exactly. So potentially if, if, after college. Mm -hmm. And the cool thing is you can you can incorporate the two. You know, you don't have to be just punching in numbers and formulas in a computer behind a desk. You can be maybe doing that and also making an argument as to how you can further i don't know develop a product you know you can be so what are we talking about law school um well either either or then that's yeah. the, that's where my plan so like sort a of STEM, diverges yeah maybe an undergraduate degree in one thing and then you mm -hmm. can get a graduate degree in law or exactly. business or so and my plan kind of splits and diverges and that might be you right now too and at that point i wouldn't say choose one or the other really early i would say that's the point of a liberal arts education is just what is out there? What mm -hmm. can I be exposed to? And and where am I really headed? Um, some of you might already have a plan. Maybe you already know exactly what you're going to do. And good for you. I mean, more power to you. And it might change. <laughs> and it might totally change. Um, but most importantly, I would say develop your character and, and pray about it. And don't, yeah, don't don't try to figure it all out on your own. Um, but find people around you who are wise and, mm -hmm. and just find guidance and counsel mm -hmm. and develop your character and, and you will find you'll be successful for sure. Just, you know, continue uh, to persevere. That's just right. like we were talking about last time. It's always relevant. Mm -hmm. And I'm really excited for my future. I'm, I'm not, it's, nothing's going to look perfect. It's going to be bumpy, but I'm, I'm really excited for what's going to come. And I look and forward to. We're excited for you. Thank you. Yeah. I know everyone's been cheering for you. So yeah. thank you guys, those of you who have reached out and asked and um, prayed for Jonah. And some of you knew from my social media that he wasn't feeling well on mm. his weekend. But, yep, God pulled him through. And it's it's a happy story at this point, as long as we can get the pandemic out of the world and oh, yeah. things back to normal. So thanks, everyone, for um, letting us share this journey. Mm. Yeah, thank you so much. And remember, we're going to... Uh, put those uh, scholarship honor program links up 
And what 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 else are we gonna link? We're gonna link it? to anything we talked about. We'll anything go back we through this about. and find yeah. everything we talked about. Yeah, and yeah, um, we'll look forward to hearing your stories too about right. your college journey. Yeah, um, because again, it's not we don't have the only story. Everyone has a different kind of story, and it's really exciting. So, it is. It is. So thanks yeah. everyone for listening. Thank, Thank you, you, Jonah, so much for joining us. Of course. All right. Aloha. Aloha. Uh, well, I love my Jonah, and thank you guys so much for just taking the time to listen to his story. I do hope there was some encouragement and inspiration in there for all of you, and I hope you maybe could have a couple kids listen to that one as well. Uh, guys, just thank you so much again for your ratings and reviews. I've seen some new ones come in this last week, and they've encouraged me so much. I also had a couple people reach out to ask how to leave a rating or review, which I love because that would be me. Um, I'm always the last one to figure things out with technology, but just so you know, you have to be on your phone, I think. Someone correct me if I'm wrong. Go on your phone. When you're on the Boy Mom Podcast, scroll to the bottom. The very bottom, you'll see five stars that are like the outline but not filled in, and all you have to do is literally tap on those five stars and they'll light up, which shows that like you've left your five star rating. That's how easy it is. Also, you'll see where it says reviews. You'll see some recent reviews and you can tap on leave a review and just type a few words about what you love most about this podcast. It means the world to me, guys. It really does encourage me. I'm still doing a whole lot of work all by my own self here and um, your encouragement just keeps me going. So thank you. Also, don't forget, you are welcome to email me with requests for topics, with requests for prayer in this season, questions for Jonah maybe. Feel free to email us at aloha at monicaswanson.com. And please hop over to the show notes so you can find all those links, all the different things we've mentioned. And the show notes are at monicaswanson.com forward slash podcast and look for episode number 47. We have so many great interviews coming up in the weeks ahead, so please continue to spread the word about the Boy Mom Podcast with your friends and family, and you can always catch up on past episodes as well by scrolling through the archives. Okay, guys, stay in, stay well, have a great rest of your week, and until next time, aloha. Aloha.